Welcome to the rock. Hey everybody, thanks for downloading a post-game edition of the Black and Gold Podcast brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. In case you didn't know, Appalachian Commercial Real Estate provides professional commercial real estate services in the Boone area, but you need to understand something. They are licensed to work anywhere in the state of North Carolina. They provide sales, leasing, consulting, and appraisal services to owners and users of commercial real estate. Uh, If you do want more information, they have a really great website AppalachianCRE.com. Um, they're really great to work with. Very passionate about helping app fans and app state alumni. Charles, what's that phone number to get in touch with James at Commercial uh, Appalachian Commercial Real Estate? 828-719-0408. That's all you need to know, folks. And we thank them for uh, sponsoring yet another um, post-game episode. And here we go. Um, Robert Morris comes to town. Might be, might be the worst team we've had in Boone. I, I, I always reference that Savannah State team. I think we played in, I want to say it was 2016 or I don't remember. It was, te- it were terrible. Um, Robert Morris was pretty bad. Um, and we weren't very good for the first, first part of the game, but you know, it is what it is. Charles, what, what, what are we thinking about yesterday? Well, the, you know, Robert Morris had a, had an okay defense. I'll, I'll say that it, it was just their offense was terrible. Yes, um, we we knew that that was going to be a struggle um, for them um, yesterday. Uh, I think the thing that w- that stood out to me the most, um, you know, from them from their standpoint, is the, the quarterback play is just is just brutal. Um, the guy the guy was could not hit anything close to where his receivers were, um, yeah. and just had a just a rough, rough game. His stat sheet was just, you know, just, just ugly. I mean, there's no yeah. way to put it, a better way to put it. Um, and I'm talking about the uh, the chicken, the the guy who started. He was 10 of 27 for 70 yards and a pick. And um, I just really couldn't get anything going <laughs> yeah. offensively. Um, that it, There was at times early in that game that they we were curious the the best way we're going to score is by defensive score, right? I, mean, I almost thought that was a certainty yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. But, that, but you know, obviously that didn't that didn't come true. Come true, but um, but yeah, I mean, we um, ourselves just played a little played a little down, I guess, you know, yeah, or for sure, and and maybe we didn't want to, you know, put too much out there um, for whatever reason. I mean, we're, we're running basically what I would call our offense, which is. You run it a little. You do some, you know, tight end the flat kind of stuff, and um, that's that's the most consistent part of our offense right now, um, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we still made some mistakes yesterday that we've been making throughout the year, and we shouldn't be doing that against a team like Robert Morris. I, uh, you know, as good as a, you know, their defense is certainly the better part of their team, but, um, you know. There's going to be a lot of people who say 42 or 30 isn't good enough, and, and I get that. And I know that like the final score is never really representative of how a game is played and how it how it uh, unfolds. But um, it was a little uneasy there, you know. We, we were in um, at no point were we in danger of losing that game, but it just Correct. didn't feel like it was as as clean as it could have been. Um, not that we expected like playbook to be wide open against a team that we don't need it to be wide open against, but. Right. Um, it was just it was just an interesting game. It was just it was just interesting. 
You know, um, here's here was my take. You know, after just you know on the way home and um, just you know obviously thinking about it the last twelve hours or so or whatever how long it's been. Um, if you were frustrated and kind of scratching your head saying, Hey man, I don't really like that. We came out that flat. Um, that's not good. I don't, I don't feel good about that. I think you're correct. But if you also say we were never in danger of losing that game, it's a terrible FCS team. We were never going to lose it. The players knew it. Everyone knew it. So what's the big deal? I think you're also correct. I think both, (laughs) I think both sides of the coin of, not great. Uh, we we should be scoring more. Yes, I actually agree with that. Should have been scoring more. Should have been more dynamic. But the the counter, of course, like I just said, was, I mean, okay, fine. They're flat. They're they're playing down to the opponent. I think it's super clear they were. They're playing down to the opponent. Made some dumb penalties that uh, killed a couple drives. Um, wasn't good. Like I think you, you hit the nail on the head, Charles. They're the best part of their. Um, it seemed like the best part of their team was their their run defense. Um, and how are we letting them beat us there? But, um, well, I say beat us there. They didn't beat us. <laughs> they didn't. Um, they stifled us a little bit. But um, so, I mean, I see both sides of the coin. I really do. Uh, I, I I think it's um, it's never fun to see your team, which, you know, listen, we're, you know, the fans are all but trying to will back the that edge and that swagger um, that we saw on uh, Wednesday night against Georgia State. We want that back. And then to see us really struggle against a clearly inferior team, man, that's frustrating. But it's just Robert Morris, and it's just a homecoming game, and whatever, it's over, on to Coastal. It, it felt like, watching that game, that we spent all of our time, all of our time, most of the time preparing for Coastal. But guess what? I actually don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I But I do say, I will hang my hat on this. I don't think that these games help um, – I don't even mean like FCS. I mean, bottom tier FCS games. I don't think they help. Uh, it's another win. You pay for a win. Uh, you know, you get your guys out there and you get a crowd, sell some tickets. Fine. But I don't think these games really benefit the team. I don't think there's a net benefit outside of, I mean, it's this is one of the positives. You know, you don't want to get guys hurt. You don't want, you know, you want to be safe, you know, have a little, um, uh, I don't know, buffer there to be able to say, all right, listen, we're going to play our whole second and third string in the second half. That's good. But I mean, I just, I just, I'm not, I'm not crazy about these games. Um, they well, are what they are, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's tough, you know, yeah. because of the way the schedule unfolded. I mean, that's, that's literally out of our control. Correct. Um, and how the, and how the conference realigned. I mean, that's just, that's not something you're going to deal with every year. Uh, certainly, would have loved to have somebody different on the schedule, but that's just yeah. what you doubt. And so we have two FCSs on our schedule, and that's, you know, you, you, we're five and three, and you take those two away, and we're still three and three. That's That might be the team that we are. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to, to, to figure out, you know, as you, you know, I mentioned or tweeted something about slow starts, and you take this back to Texas State, Georgia State, and then today, or yesterday, excuse me, I mean, that was a lot of time has elapsed between – those games you know it's you have a saturday at texas state and then it's a wednesday and then that wednesday you know you don't play again until the next saturday and it's it's just a long time it's just it's just really weird instead of playing like three consecutive saturdays in a row where it's technically like 14 days 15 days however you want to cut it um you you play three games in 20 days and and you're trying to get healthy and you know they got that going on so is it more about 
just the time off and is Texas state, the anomaly, or is this a trend? Is this, um, you know, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you what right now is that, you know, coastal is a team that likes to get up early, you know, and, yeah. and then run their stuff. We can't do that, you know? Right. So, um, and we're probably not gonna be able to do that to, to Marshall and old dominion and Georgia Southern either. Yeah. Cause they will, they have the ability to pounce on you in all different ways. All, yeah. You know, the next four teams we play are so different. Yeah. Um, and you don't know what you're going to get from either one of them. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's my my biggest concern from just how that game unraveled yesterday is um, are we going to, and you know, you know, look, it's 14 to three at the end of the first quarter, but it didn't look like 14 to three. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, it, 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 we were, it felt like we were fortunate to be up 14 to three yeah. in a game like that. Um, yeah, it, I think I think the the underlying concern is if you're the kind of team that um, and again this is splitting hairs at this point because again like you said Charles a little we bit, were never yeah. in danger of, we were never in danger of losing that game but I mean if you're if you're capable of just imposing your will on a team well, why weren't you doing it and when you you're seeing it so what are you not interested what are you flat. Um, it just it it raises a bunch of questions. Um, not all of them are are good questions. Some of them are valid questions. But um, yeah, I mean, we're sitting there going like, well, how are we punting to Robert Morris right now? How, how are we doing that? How are we in a, a third and an eight situation here right now? Um, and again, this goes back to like the the kind of splitting hairs thing. It's like, well, okay, but you know, the the lights came on turned it on and then handed the handed it over to the second and third strings and they played and we still held them and everything was fine. You know, Kanye Roberts was our number one rusher yesterday. You know, um, we handed it over. Us. Yeah. Yeah. That surprise. I mean, yeah, I think everyone could have imagined that he was going to be probably the leading rusher for the game that no one would have thought you were crazy to say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So again, I, I'm, I, I'm waffling back and forth on like, man, it's, it's really that first quarter was not fun to watch. Um, but at the same time, it's like, hey, look, probably what these guys are doing are if there is a time to look ahead and say, all right, look, come on, we're not gonna, we're not gonna certainly not show anything important, you know, against Robert Morris, and we're certainly not gonna, you know, put ourselves at risk and, and um putting ourselves out there and, and to, to be injured or whatever. Not that you can always prevent that. Any anything can happen in a football game, no matter who you're playing. You happens in practice, people get hurt in practice. Um but um, but still, it's a win, you know. Um, I, I just and I, what you just said earlier, like this was out of our control. I mean, believe me, go talk to anybody in athletics and say, um, "Hey, how about not two more, you know, FCS, you know, games?" Yes, correct. Nobody wants that. It's just, you know, when you have less than a year, literally less than a year, to prepare for replacing an out of conference game in your app state, who wants to? come to Boone to to pick up an L you know who wants that who wants that much of a challenge and who has free space on space on their schedule mm -hmm. your options are limited so um this was the, the the this this was a good crowd I think they announced 32,000 again yesterday um or whatever they announced um it was fine and, and you know the, even the crowd was flat I mean it was a flat I didn't hear an absolute until the second half it was a homecoming crowd. That's, yeah, right. you know, that's what it was. And, and this is why I mentioned that time yeah. and time again. It you know it serves a great purpose, but um, you, you've got a lot of those people who are coming to their first game of the year. Um, no, only game. Something of the year. 
Yeah, first game only. Yeah, um, something I noticed. Um, you know, when you, if you look at the crowd, you know, it's a kickoff, and you're like, all right, it, you know, it looks a little thin. Whatever, you know, make your opinions of that. But like, I, I kept looking over, you know, at the the walkway coming at the west stands, and like, even in the first quarter, like late into the first quarter, people were still pouring yeah. in. Yeah. I don't know. Like when I went in, it was a little later than usual. Um, yeah, me too. It was a little, little, you know, a little heavy there at the ticket gates, I guess. But like nothing, nothing crazy, nothing you couldn't work through. Um, I don't know if that was a, if there was any backups there, or is it just that people just knew they weren't going to miss too much, and uh, you know had an extra snack or two at the tailgate. You know, um, I think that's that's possible. Um, but the hill filled in really well. You know about middle of the second quarter. So I think when you have one of those late arriving crowds and then some people get restless, you know, by the second quarter, you know, when they've been there for a while, yeah. there's probably more people just roaming around under the concourses and moving from place to place, like the whole game and not, not enough for really like hanging out, sitting down, being intent, watching the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause they knew that we all knew what the result was going to be. We knew we were going to get a win. We didn't know how we we're going to get it. But I just think that was kind of a, one of those homecoming, milling around, going to yep. see people kind of crowds, and uh, that's, you know that's what I expected. But that that's what homecoming brings. Uh, you mentioned yeah. uh, Kanye Roberts. Um, you know he had the most carries. Um, yeah, on our team he had the most yards. That was Nate Noel. Um, he had five. I think Nate looked really good. He looked really quick. Yeah, he did. Um, like he had some explosiveness back. Um, you know, Anderson obviously ran wells. Yeah. You know, um, he, he looked, he looked strong. He looked like he usually does. Um, had a couple, fun couple to tackle of those, that kid. He, he had a couple runs where he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to go down to this guy. <laughs> um, and I can't remember who it was. Somebody had a nice stiff arm that was just like really incredible coming toward the school board side right around midfield. I think it was just made, yeah. just made some guys look kind of silly. Yeah. Um, can't remember it specifically, but you know, we really spread the ball out. You know, I think that's, that's what we were trying to do here. We weren't trying to give somebody 25 carries. We didn't need 25 carries. You just needed everybody to get a little PT, yeah. um, grease the wheels a little, and yeah. uh, run, get out there and run. And, you know, same thing with the receivers. Everybody got on the field. A lot of, a lot of people caught the ball. Um, clearly, I mean, Tyler Page got his, like, most extensive work as a receiver, I think, this year. I feel like yep. he's on the pass catching side of that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so – what was you know we, we got we got to see our debut yesterday of perhaps the future Ryan yeah. Berger yeah. snaps what what did you see what did you think AJ oh yeah so um, I think it's really hard to tell um, in in a game like this but man I liked it um, he didn't seem body language didn't seem like he was intimidated at all um, he's got good size right I mean that's the kind of thing you look at like player on the field like what how does he look how's he standing like how big is he and um def has a presence uh i will say this it was funny um when he made his first run you know the first thing i thought is please don't like tear something <laughs> you know uh but uh, he is i'll tell you one thing uh, there's a lot of things that ryan Berger won't be able to do better than chase bryce next year who's to say over his career he's not as good or better than chase bryce you know that's the hope right or whatever um but it, you know, odds are it'll take a little while. He is faster. He is faster than Chase Bryce. He can move. He can move. <laughs> he, he can move a little bit, and that's no slide on Chase. That's not part of his game. That's not what makes him successful. So I'm allowed to say that. 
Uh, no, man, I, I think he I think he played well. It's you know, it of course is exciting to see the backup quarterback in there who everybody's anticipating you're gonna hand the reins to. That's that's an exciting thing, whether you're playing Robert Morris or or whoever, but um I don't I don't think he showed any any signs of like I don't know. I, I don't I don't see it. I, you know, I don't see it. They let him throw the ball a little bit. And um, like I said, when, when he took off there and um, picked up a first down and maybe needs to work on his slide a little bit. It, it was a combination of I think he wanted to kind of pick up a few extra yards, but he knew he probably needed to slide. Uh, but I don't know. I liked it. I, I don't know what your your um, takeaway was, but I, I was I was pleased. Yeah, it's not much I can add to that. I mean, yeah, he's certainly quicker. Um, he looked excited to get out there. It was good to yep. see him do more than just, you know, hand the ball off a few times and, yep. um, you know, threw the ball a couple of times and they looked good. Um, yeah, that slide was funny. Um, <laughs> that was awkward. It was like, Hey, now <laughs> you know what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to get down. So, um, yeah, we had, you know, I, th- I thought, I thought he looked good for what you expect to see from him at that point in time, you know, uh, yeah. when the next time is, we'll see. Um, you know, maybe, maybe that's why Chase played as long as he did in the game. Um, as you didn't want to overexpose Berger, especially with um, McBride kind of dinged up a little. Yes. Um, so, uh, but you know, a lot of a lot of guys got out there and played, um, especially on defense as well. I mean, you rotate guys in in games like that, and yeah, um, a couple of dudes made some plays. Kyle Arnholt had a had a just a very good solo tackle. I just put that out there. I thought yep. that that was a really good play. Um, yep. and Hopper got out there and, um, made, made another, made a play. What number well. is, what number is a uh, Hopper? Did you get 99? That? Am, am, am I, am I wrong? No, excuse me. 29. I don't know why 29. I said that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saw yeah. him out there. And then Spellman as well. He, you know, he, he got in on uh, a play, got a little pass defense. Nice play there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, eh, again, you know, I said at the beginning of the show that I just don't think it's a necessarily a net positive. But no, nah, I, I mean, it is good. It's good for the young guys to um, get some game exposure. It doesn't matter how hard you practice. It doesn't matter um, that you're practicing against the best defense or the best offense on your own team. Something about in front of the crowd, an opponent, referees, game clock, you know, all that stuff. There's something different about that. So um really glad to see that we had the ability to put those guys out there. And by the way, you know, basically the whole fourth quarter, we played with second, third string dudes and uh, still defense held up and um, did a, did a really good job. And um, I don't know, you know, it's homecoming game. You know, that's, that's what homecoming is supposed to be. And I know that sometimes, you know, we talk all the time about schedules and how you know, the midweek throws everything off. Cause you know, like you just said, we don't play, uh, three games in 15 days. We play three games in like 20 plus days. And that kind of throws off your rhythm. I know you and I both experienced this after the Georgia State game. Felt like felt like um Sunday the next day. Felt like a weekend the day after yes. that. Didn't yes. didn't feel like Thursday, not even by a long shot. So um getting out of that rhythm and and whatever, that's weird. So sometimes we don't always get the schedule that we want to have your classic that's homecoming mid-october whatever it is okay we're gonna put homecoming there so um so as long as as long as we have that flexibility it'd be good to put a nice fcs you know whatever a game like that uh for homecoming because you know with the crowd and everything else that that's ideally what you would want and that's what we got ideally it's what we want it's what we got 
it's kind of crap we got, kind of opponent we got. Is what it is. Kind of one of those nasty fall days yesterday. Um, a little cool in the morning. Yeah. Um, tailgate crowd's a little little slow getting out of bed, but I get that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, it was Friday night homecoming, so I know people kind of like to have a little fun there. But um, yeah, you know, but it, it warm. You know, the sun started peaking a little. I'm not saying it came yeah. out, but came out enough to warm it up, and that was pleasant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, this is uh, this is what we expected. I mean, seriously, the defense played really well. They only gave up 148 yards. Um, you know, offense gained 512. It was a very sleepy 512, but it was 512. Yeah. It's it's done either way. Um, a lot yeah. of first downs, limited limited what they did. Um, hey, yeah. for Robert Morris, you know, that's um, I don't know if they're going to get a win this year. I really don't. They're one of the worst teams in FCS, yeah. not by record, but by statistics and everything like that. Yeah, uh, but may, but maybe for us with the schedule that we we've had in October that what we need is exactly what we're going to get on Thursday is we're getting right back on the field quick. Um, yeah. and we don't have to sit and wait around and, you know, the anticipation of this, of this game is certainly, um, quite high. It's, it's certainly the beginning of the end of the, of the season. Right. Um, yeah. and, and we know how important every single game is. And, yeah. um, I don't think there's going to be a team that, that, um, in the East that clears November, like goes four, no or whatever. Um, yeah, man. It's gonna I, be tough. I, 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 you know, but it's going to come down to, you know, my guess is that it comes down to the team that goes three and one and loses to the right team, you know, to a team that yeah. it doesn't matter that they lost to, that doesn't become part of a tiebreaker. Um, yeah. so, you know, what we've got to go do is, uh, we got to give coastal, um, their second conference loss. And that, and that puts us where we need to be. It gives yeah, us that exactly tiebreaker. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, that would be, that would be quite huge, quite huge. And then, um, then we got to respond to that, you know, yeah. we got to respond to that the following week. So that's right. Um, that's, that's going to be really, really crucial. Um, Marshall is a very weird team. Yeah. <laughs> really, you know, last year it was good on offense, defense can't stop anything. Now it's yeah. complete opposite. Defense yeah. is stingy. But they can't score. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they they're, the they're very bad. I, mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a team go from those two extremes like um, like Marshall has this year. But hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, you know. Yeah, um, we get a little bit ahead of ourselves. So we had a Robert Morris. What we got here? Twenty three minutes. Is there a twenty three minute stat, AJ, out there for any reason? Is there is there a number? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I'm just. No, we had. Um, 21 um Ryan Berger two carries 23 yards how about that (laughs) I do need to I don't want to ruin I don't want to ruin our our streak here but I do want to mention something for those that are still listening um so it's kind of a little housekeeping item here uh probably should have mentioned this earlier so because of the short week um playing on Thursday night Charles and I like to record on Tuesday night and then that gives listeners Wednesday Thursday Friday and then the morning of Saturday, a lot of listeners I know have reached out and over over the years and told us that they like to listen to it Saturday morning, maybe on the drive up the mountain or whatever. So we like giving people buffer days to listen to a preview episode. That's why we record on Tuesday. Well, if we record on Tuesday and release on Wednesday, that basically gives people like a day and a half to listen to a preview episode. So we're recording tonight. Um, it's a it's a big Sunday <laughs> in the middle of election season, right, Charles? A big a big yeah. Sunday to to uh, to record here. <clears throat> so. We're recording our Coastal Preview episode tonight, this evening, on Sunday. Uh, Noah Hannon's joining us in the hashtag BGP Mail Satchel. 
we would like to get Chris Parks uh, on, who's he's been on the last two years. He works for the TV station down there in Myrtle Beach um, to kind of give us some insight. May not get him. Uh, you know, these these short weeks and Sunday night recording um, dates are, are tough sometimes for people that have, you know, normal schedules like everybody else. Um, we're on the weekend. They're not working. Right. So I want people to be active and and we might not get to all of them if we get a whole bunch of submissions, but hashtag VGP mail satchel. It's a quick turnaround. You know, usually you don't, we don't start asking for those until maybe Monday. You're like, Hey, fill up the satchel. And then we have Monday, Tuesday, but we're recording, you know, we, it's 1130 right now on a Sunday morning. We're going to be recording tonight starting around eight o'clock. So uh, if you're listening to this and you have something you want to ask or have us talk about or whatever, um, use the hashtag BGP mail satchel. And if it's a good submission, if it's a good question, um, I'm sending you a Holy Mother Meatballs decal just for participating in this tight turnaround. Uh, it is appreciated. So make them good. Make them entertaining. If you make Big C laugh, you get two. You get two decals with the with the submission. But um, anyway, trying to sweeten the pot a little bit on this quick turnaround as we get ready to record our Coastal Preview. It's a huge game coming up. Uh, and again, excited to have Noah join us this evening. So, um, but that's it. So I didn't, I didn't mean to ruin our whole like timed um, uh, or minutes, you know, whatever that we have been doing, but we, you know, wanted to get out there that we are on a tight turnaround here. Um, wanted to mention that real quick. So anything no else? Anything no worries, else we, AJ. we could stretch this puppy to Christian Wells three catches for 27 yards. How about that? You know, <laughs> is that, but no, we got to get the housekeeping out of the way, right? That's, that's <laughs> important. So there's always going to be a number out there. It may not be significant toward the game. That's right. Um, but there's a number. There, there's a number out there. There's a number out there somewhere. And uh, again, um, appreciate um, James for sponsoring the post game. This is the most boring post game that we've had, I think. So James got his money's worth on the uh, on the really the month of September. I mean, those were I mean just roller coaster after roller coaster, but. Um, Anyway, but here we are. We're going to wrap up here. Thanks for everybody for downloading this episode. And until later tonight, (laughs) we do a coastal preview. Go apps. (laughs) 